0: You're listening to Reddit Gold Radio. I'm your host, one of two disembodied voices selecting and reading aloud Reddit posts for your enjoyment. This is episode number six, Forgiven, and today is Tuesday the 26th of September, 2017. The mountains are crisp, the leaves are turning, and the stars are out tonight as we record the show.
1: Such a pretty picture. I'm your hostess. Thank you to the feedback and private messages on Reddit. We have been tagging users who have been included in each week's show and are excited to hear that you like what you hear. Make sure to subscribe wherever you are listening to this, and if any of you find any particularly good posts or comments you think should be included, please tag or PM us. Remember, your host and I will be competing for your votes. Who found the best selection of threads for this week's show? I'll be starting us off with a thread about punishment. What was the strangest punishment your parents gave you? Asked by user Sammy Ulla. Retrospect 26 says, Not that odd of a punishment, but I still laugh every time I tell this story. My older brother and my mom were having a yelling match one day. My brother made the terrible mistake of calling my mom a bitch. This was the biggest no-no word for our family. As soon as he said it, the whole room went silent for a moment as my mom stood there in shock. Then the yelling started again. Mom screaming at my brother that she was going to wash his mouth out with soap, so she gets the soap and is about to shove it in my brother's mouth. My brother, still angry as all hell, grabs the bar of soap and takes a huge bite out of it. He chewed and swallowed, then walked away, leaving my mother speechless. My brother won that fight. Next comment by 20kg Rhesus. My brother and I got in trouble for not cleaning our room. It was pretty standard for my parents to take away our Nintendo or PlayStation when we were in trouble, but I found this particular one pretty clever. My dad told us we could have the games back when we cleaned the rooms for real and didn't shove everything under our beds. We, of course, shoved everything under our beds and ran to my dad saying, It's all clean! Can we have the Nintendo back? His reply was, If you did what I told you, you'd already have it back. It was hidden under one of our beds the whole time. Jimmy Jazz...
0: Nefarious. (laughs)
1: Very nefarious, right? Jimmy Jazz 2000 says, My evil older sister made me a proposition. My six-year-old brain couldn't resist. She said, Smell my butt for a quarter. I said, Okay. Took a whiff, and of course, she ripped a big fart in my face. I ran to my dad, wailing, Joan said smell my butt for a quarter. I did, and she farted in my face. Dad marches to Joan. Did you tell him to smell your butt for a quarter? Yes. Did he smell your butt? Yes. Pay him the quarter. I felt justice was served. Continuing this thread is Ninja Shira, who says, "'When me and my siblings were kids, "'we would always pick flowers out of the neighbor's garden. "'Our parents tried everything to get us to stop, "'but spankings and groundings never did the trick. "'Inevitably, we would end up back in the neighbor's garden, "'picking her flowers. "'So finally, my mom came down on us like never before. "'We came home, showing off all these flowers we picked, "'and she nearly started crying. "'I'm going to miss you all so much,' she said. "'Why? What's going to happen?' She proceeded to inform us that the flowers we picked from the neighbor's yard were alien plants from Jupiter. Their seeds flew through space and landed on Earth, where they sprouted into harmless-looking plants. But if they were ever picked by a human, it would infect that human and turn them into a plant. Every single one of those flowers we were holding in our hands used to be a little kid, just like us, who got turned into a flower by the alien plant seeds. We all started crying. We didn't want to turn into plants. We didn't know. Wasn't there anything that could be done? Our mom said there was still a slim chance we could be saved. We weren't allowed to go outside for the next three days, because if we stood in the grass for more than a moment, we would start to take root. We also had to take an ice-cold shower right now to wash off any of the alien pollen. So we threw the flowers away, stripped, and got into the freezing cold shower, desperately trying to scrub the alien plant pollen from our skin so we wouldn't turn into plants. While we were in there, my mom plucked some pl- petals from the flowers and threw them into the shower with us, making it look like we were already shedding flower petals. So all three of us were standing in the shower, crying and shivering and sobbing. When we were out of the shower, she, bundles us up, she bundled us up in our PJs and put us all to bed. When she kissed us goodnight, she told each of us that she loved us. And if we turned into plants overnight, she would put each of us into a flower pot of our favorite color and keep us on the windowsill in the living room, and she would always love us. We all (laughs) cried ourselves to sleep, didn't turn into plants, and never picked the neighbor's flowers again.
0: Jesus. Psychological (laughs) warfare at its
1: finest. Best parenting. My God. Carol, please, responded to that comment with, "'My neighbor's toddler wouldn't stop picking our flowers, "'so I convinced him that flowers were alive. "'And when you picked them, they were going to flower heaven. "'I would pretend that I was talking to them, "'that they all had different names like Janet and Daniel. "'Sometimes I would step out of my house and see him whispering to them. "'He never picked them after that, though.'" X-Sparrow says, "'One time I lied to my mom about something really dumb and obvious.'" I was nine or so at the time. After she scolded me, she called me into the kitchen to apologize and tell me all was forgiven and I should have some ice cream. I immediately said, yes, I would love some. So she scooped out a huge bowl. She then asked if I would like some sugar added to the top. And of course, as a kid, I thought "Mm, more sugar would only make it more satisfying. So she added it. She gave me the bowl and I took a bite into the most sugar-covered spoonful I could get. Turns out it wasn't sugar. It was salt. Then she said, See how lying hurts people? My tiny trust was forever broken. It did teach me a lesson, though. Prison Vape comments onto that. Ah, that's excellent, but you got off lucky. Once my dad loaded us up in the truck, saying, All right, boys, we're going to Disneyland. We were ecstatic. A spontaneous trip to Disneyland with Dad on a school day? Hell yes! So we drove to Anaheim, saw Disneyland, and kept going to Home Depot. Dad needed a new sink faucet after I had broken it and lied about it. He wasn't mad I broke it. This lesson was in lying. You told me you didn't break the faucet. Yes. I told you we were going to Disneyland. Uh huh. But you did break the faucet. Yeah. And we didn't go to Disneyland. Yeah. See how hurtful lying can be? I'm sorry. I really was sorry, too. I never lied to my dad again after that. Lesson fucking learned. And we went to Disneyland that weekend. Best day ever. Deleted says, I love your dad so much. I love that he eventually did take you there, because it probably sucked having to see the letdown look on your face, even though he needed you to learn the lesson. And finally, the last comment I'll include from this amazing thread is by that fucking guy. He says... My mom caught me driving my friend in the car when I was 16, and still technically on a restricted license, so she proceeded to string up an intricate 3D web of fishing lines, sneaking through the vents and around the headrests and seats that prevented anyone from sitting in the passenger seats of my car, and even kept the rear doors from opening fully. So, long story short, now my friend's Xbox Live Gamertag is... Name in the Trunk. (laughs) brilliant
0: clearly that left some marks in his young minds (laughs) fantastic i uh mine is a little bit more adult next up so what is the worst thing someone has said to you during sex user blackbird82 forging reddit history comments not me but an old friend of mine really quiet soft-spoken polite guy a total gentleman and a graduate student in the liberal arts Also, pretty inexperienced, tentative, and vanilla sexually. He's dating this really cool girl for maybe two months. She is much kinkier in bed. She floats the idea of dirty talk and apparently likes to be objectified, even demeaned a bit from time to time. He's hesitant, but wants to please her and doesn't dismiss the idea outright, changes the subject, and figures that they'll revisit this idea another time. Anyway... They have sex a few days later for the first time since the conversation, really going at it doggy style. And she tells him to talk Mm. dirty to her. He says that he can't think of anything to say, so he says nothing. And she then repeats the request. But the second time, she is not fucking requesting, but demanding it. He comes up with, yeah, you like that, you fucking retard? (laughs) He's never struck me as one for embellishment, so I believe him. He said that it, that was it for sex for that night, although they are still together two years on now.
1: Yeah, you like that, you fucking retard?
0: He was trying, okay?
1: Okay, I want the listeners to know that Walter and I repeat this line to each other all of the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, hope, I hope we don't repeat any of the next lines, actually. Uh, user Singes continues, One time, things were getting hot and heavy with my girlfriend. She whispers my name into my ear and for some reason I still don't know why I proceed to whisper my own name back into her ear extremely sensually <laughs> needless to say no sex was had that last that night <laughs> User <laughs> Penecord oh, 2012 no. says but you said it too I, I thought it was a turn on Oh no <laughs> oh. again he's trying User Scott5280 says, I said this to a girl once on accident, but she probably doesn't use this site, so oh well. She was a bigger girl, but I didn't mind at all. We were going at it with foreplay and such for a little before I started fucking her from behind. Mm. And while I did, I grabbed her love handles for support. Well, apparently she wasn't pleased that I did because she looks back at me and tells me not to grab her fat. And sadly, the only thing I could say was, that doesn't leave me much to work with.
1: Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh,
0: God. Uh, One more. Very short from user Mr. Domino. The the worst thing said to him during sex was, Oh, my God, that feels like Josh. Guess who Josh is? Not this guy. Oh, no. (laughs) Terrible. Terrible.
1: All right. My next submission is not sex-related, as it says in the title, by Ms. Wright. Just wanted a commission, not sex-related, but the blow-up is the same. This was submitted to Nice Guys, so you might be able to tell where this is going. It looks like this originated from DeviantArt, and it is a male who is trying to get someone, an artist from DeviantArt, to draw him something. Hello! I really like your art and was wondering if you could draw something for me. Smiley face... I like this character done in a YouTube ba- banner format. I look forward to hearing your reply. Tenry said the following. I don't do commissions. Sorry. Oh, I wasn't asking for a commission. Sorry for the confusion. I figured you could do it for free, since it'd be seen by a bunch of different people. You'd get more followers that way. Smiley face. Tenry said the following. I don't do requests. Freebies either. Sorry. Okay, what the hell. Look, I'm trying to do you a favor here, so just roll with it. (laughs) It's just one drawing. I was asking nicely and everything. There's no reason for you to be like this. You're being very unprofessional for someone of your caliber, you know? I mean, really? I just get one sentence. Am I that unworthy of your time? I didn't realize I had to make an appointment to be graced with your presence. How do you expect to gain anything from being so casual and carefree? You'll never become popular if you don't start giving back to the people that show support for you and your work. You'll never get anywhere in, that, in this industry either. But fine, whatever. It's your loss. You keep being you, an informal bitch. Let's see how far that gets you in the art world. Tenry said the following, I'm not a professional, sorry. Fuck you. Tenry said the following, I'm asexual, sorry. <laughs> I just love the I'm, format of this. It's I'm, a genius.
0: I'm really upset we didn't title the episode an informal bitch.
1: <laughs> oh, man.
0: <laughs> Damn, missed opportunity.
1: I don't know, including an expletive in the title might have made us.
0: That's true. We're not exactly family-friendly. A
1: little bit. Uh, Oh, we're family-friendly. No, we're not family-friendly. Our first thread
0: was about (laughs) psychologically scarring children, and our second thread was about sexually, psychologically scarring people.
1: Okay, well, we're a family, so (laughs) then we're (coughs) family-friendly. It is your turn, I believe.
0: Perfect. So I have a great question from Shotgun Llama. What is the dumbest solution to a problem that actually worked? User Stella Potamus Stella replies with, I went to cancel a doctor's appointment and they said it was a $200 charge without a week's notice. I asked how much it was to reschedule. They said it was free. Okay, so I need to schedule for two weeks out. Is three weeks okay? Yep. All right, you're all set for three weeks from now. Anything else I can do for you? Yes, I need to cancel my appointment. <laughs> we need a week's notice. My appointment is three weeks away. Oh, okay, sure. Thank you. Couldn't believe it worked.
1: This is brilliant because obviously the secretary doesn't actually care. So it's like, oh, yeah, okay, sure. Yep, that works.
0: For those of you not familiar with the malicious compliance subreddit, this would fit right in. If you like this kind of thing where people follow the letter of the law, perfect.
1: Also, I think that the pronunciation for the username is Spellopotamus. Like no, it's, hippopotamus? It's a
0: T. It's stellopotamus.
1: So stellopotamus. stellopotamus. I'm sorry, I was reading it over your shoulder. No, it's perfect. Stellopotamus. I'm
0: sorry, stellopotamus.
1: Or stellopotamus.
0: As a consolation prize, you get to hear your name
1: 27 times. I know. Awesome. <laughs> oh, I already messed it up. <laughs> Great. It's your go. All right, mine is by Zizian0631. Uh, this was submitted to our atheism. Religious children are meaner than their secular counterparts, and they're linking to a study. The top comment is by Miskatonix, who says, It's not hard to believe that teaching a child that your friends are wrong, if they don't think the same way we do, will result in a poor attitude towards others, especially those who are different than themselves. Robert Hardy One then comments, Not to mention sending the message you can be as big of an asshole as you want and you will be forgiven can't be healthy for the mind of a child. Don't get me wrong, as an adult, forgiving yourself and letting mistakes go is a valuable coping mechanism, but I don't know many kids who are capable of picking up on this nuance. Akronite then says, you'll be forgiven as long as you own up to being an asshole and sincerely try not to be an asshole. Salty babe then says, people like to overlook that last bit, especially when you are a child or have the mental capacity of a child. I've raised two, and bending the rules is a huge part of childhood. They all do it, more or less, because it's part of development. Children can't fully understand the concepts of religion, and definitely have no innate internal ability to be genuine in their practices of religion. Jacob Krim, 88, then says, My dad used to take us camping when we were little. At this campground, they had an arcade. And one summer, I stole all of my littler brother's quarters, and he ran back to our site crying. I played all of my games, then went back. My dad was standing outside of our area. I could tell he was mad. Apparently, I then told him it was okay, because I asked Jesus to forgive me. I don't remember any of this, but my dad tells the story all of the time. So yeah, it's not good to tell little kids. They can just be forgiven for anything.
0: That little child is genius. I
1: asked Jesus to forgive me, Father. An
0: absolute I know I genius. stole
1: all of the quarters from my brother. <laughs> amazing.
0: That's amazing. I, I, wish, I wish life really worked that way. <laughs> or I don't, actually. Um, the next post is from Technically Ron from Our Funny. And he says, My wife cries at absolutely anything. I mean Anything. So I started writing the reasons down because reasons.
1: Can I just say this is brilliant and I'm so glad that you have included this because this is one of my favorite things from like for all time. Great.
0: So he uploads a picture of a notebook and on the notebook it says, Reasons my wife is crying. Number one, she found out swans can be gay and thought it was really nice. Number two, she was hungover and saw a picture of a piglet. Number three, I waited until it was dark and pretended to be the Babadook. (laughs) Number four, the fluffy bunny escaped from an arctic fox in a documentary. (laughs) Number five, there were no biscuits in the house. Number six, she remembered swans can be gay. Number seven, I tried to hold her hand when she wasn't expecting it. Number eight, I cooked her dinner after a long day. Number nine, she watched a video about a dog. Presumably this continues, but he didn't take photographs of other parts of the journal. <laughs> the top comment is by Pit O'Matic. It says, Tell her that you are gay. That should make her cry too. At least it worked on my family.
1: Oh no. <laughs>
0: I am so sorry, Pit O'Matic. <laughs> Alright, your turn, my love.
1: Alright. This is by Pashao and was submitted to ask Reddit, What happened to you when you were young that you didn't understand until years later? Top comment is by Tim Madison, who says, I was in LA at the age of 10 and ended up with a sunburn, as I am English and not used to the heat. My dad took me to the restroom where we shared a stall, and he helped me take my t-shirt off so that he could reapply after sun. This was pretty painful. I was screaming inside a locked stall, saying that it hurt, So was surprised when a burly guy forced open the door, looking quite annoyed at my dad, who explained correctly what was happening. I grimaced through the pain and agreed as best as possible. Only years later that I realized that burly guy was a top bloke, and that the pain he was trying to save me from wasn't that kind of chafing. TLDR, a nice, bear-like man, made sure I wasn't being molested by my own father. Stand-up guy. Soko Amerito Lime says, I found an ass in my dad's closet when I was six. An ass. Looking back on it now, it was probably a sex toy or just something he made to look like a woman's ass? Either way, I pulled it out of his closet and was sitting next to it on the couch when he got home from work. I was a lonely kid.
0: (laughs) His best friend was an asshole. (laughs) Oh no. be lonely too.
1: Next one is from a user that has been deleted. When I was a little kid, we had a kid in our class named George who was mentally retarded. We had special needs kids in our school, and we wouldn't have them in the same class, but they would share recess with the rest of us. George dressed funny. He couldn't speak very well, and he had a hard time understanding what we were telling him. As you might imagine, this led to a lot of the kids excluding him or making fun of him. My friends and I decided to be his friend. He was a nice kid, didn't mean any harm, he was just a bit slow. Years later, in telling the story to someone else... I remembered my teacher explaining that he was Greek, which I didn't understand at the time. Thinking about it, I remembered that, just like the special needs kids, the ESL kids shared recess with us. George wasn't retarded. He was just a recent immigrant from Greece who didn't speak English very well.
0: (laughs) Was he born Greek? Was there a hope of recovery?
1: Uh, Oh, no. Next is by Paws Skaggs. We had this gym teacher in elementary school that would bring a bag of apples to class and give the girls one if they'd give him a massage. I was pissed because I absolutely loved apples, still do. I thought it was unfair that only the girls got apples, so I told my teacher how Mr. So-and-so would only let the girls massage him for apples, and we had to do sports. I was not an athletic child, so the idea of eating apples versus gym activities greatly appealed to me. I had to go to the principal's office to tell them my story, which was basically, This is bullshit! Everyone should be getting apples, or no one should be getting apples. Other students corroborated my story, and soon enough, so-and-so is gone. TLDR escaped, prevented, and ended potential sexual abuse from a teacher because I love apples.
0: Not all heroes wear capes. (laughs) That's beautiful.
1: Salmon Chips says... I'm a redhead, but neither of my parents or my brother is a redhead. So when we were out in public when I was young, a lot of people would ask where my red hair came from. One day, when I was probably six or so, my parents told me to start answering the question with, from the mailman, which I did constantly because people always seemed to react to it. It wasn't until I got to high school that it clicked that the mailman in this scenario had not delivered my red hair in an envelope, but that it had come from a much different package. (laughs) What's funny about this one why I wanted to include it was um, I'm blonde. I have blue eyes, light skin, and both of my parents have brown hair, brown eyes. My brother has brown hair, brown eyes. Um, and here I am, and my parents told me to do the same thing when I was little. And I told countless people, like, oh, where did you get your blue eyes from? Oh, from the mailman. Because I just thought it was like, oh, the mailman delivered my blue eyes. But no, no, no. Small child, No.
0: That reminds me of the story where, oh man, it was the child, um, being asked about baby teeth and the child goes... Oh my gosh, goes, can,
1: I, can I tell this one? Yes, go ahead. Okay, so there's a babysitter and she's babysitting small children. And small children are very perceptive and understand the way of the world that they have seen so far, okay? And so the babysitter was explaining to the child why their tooth was loose. Oh, don't worry, small child. Your, your tooth is loose and it will come out, but you will, you will then grow your adult tooth in the place of your baby tooth. And so the child goes very quiet and their, their hands are kind of close to their mouth and their hands slowly move to their eyes. And then they look up at the babysitter and say, when will my baby eyes fall out and my adult (laughs) eyes grow in? It makes complete sense. Like, children are brilliant. Uh, I love that. They're
0: logical. They just don't always have, like, the contextual knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that story.
1: Um, I have one last one from this thread. It's by Jumpa. When I was six, we used to play a lot with Pokemon cards at school. One recess, I left my deck inside the classroom. When I came back, my Charizard was missing from it. Three days later, a friend from class came to me and told me he found my Charizard outside in a bush. "'Took me ten years to realize he stole it from me "'and then got cold feet and gave it back.'" Pyrocat then says, "'This is actually a good story to me. "'It shows development, honesty, and growth. "'People don't pay attention to the fact "'that it is hard to be honest. "'There are so many people who don't even try, "'and then there are those who think it is the only way "'and people who aren't are morally weak. "'But that little boy saw the easy way. "'He saw the prize. He took it. "'The reward outweighed the risk, and he scored big.'" but through his parents' example or a TV special, he realized that his dishonesty would hurt someone and that his enjoyment and gain maybe shouldn't be put ahead of someone else. I bet that kid turned out okay. Yeah. Isn't that lovely? Oh my God. And that ends mine.
0: All right. So I can close up today with another one from Ask Reddit. People who used to develop disposable camera film, what's the creepiest, craziest, or most memorable photo you ever developed? Mr. McTavish responds, Working on a cruise ship, developing crew films. Some guy would get films sent from his wife, and we would develop. A few raunchy shots of the missus in various stages of undress. We assumed tripod and self-timer were involved. But no. In one set of shots, there was a mirror in the background. Their son, maybe around 10 to 12, was taking the photos. Oh my
1: god, no.
0: User Kevpool in all caps says, Did not expect that. And use your poem for your sprag oh, comments. Oh yes, perhaps a change of posture, please. And with a wink, he said, a playful tease. Upon your knees, your arms above your head, compose a pose with poise. He tried a shot with just the coat. You've crazy carnal lusts inside. Emote, he cried. Emote, perform a pout or two for you and every peeping tom. I guess the last will have to do. I've worked with better, Mom. Oh my
1: god! Ah, <laughs> uh, I feel like you cheat with the poem for your sprag. Well, post, I mean, man.
0: Saint Wacko right after that says, "I always look forward to your posts, and yeah. I keep running into him while looking for good material." Mm. <laughs> Fantastic! That was my last one. And the sixth re- episode of Reddit Gold Radio has now come to a close. Who selected the better threads? Tell us in the Reddit Gold Radio subreddit.
1: And lastly, some logistics. Unfortunately, with last episode's upload, we have now reached the free minute limit on SoundCloud. We use SoundCloud to push the podcast to iTunes, Overcast, and a load of other podcast listening applications that you might be using to hear my voice right now. Since we are over the minute limit, early episodes will become invisible as we record more recent episodes. Of course, for a monthly fee to SoundCloud, we can increase our limit, and we hope to do just that with Patreon. At the moment, we are still building momentum and seeing if there is a demand for a radio show like ours. So if you like what we are doing here, and if you have $3 a month to spare, please join us on Patreon. You'll unlock early access to the show and will help keep the broadcast on air. If you can, the link is in the show notes. As always, thank you for listening. I'm your hostess. And
0: I'm your host. Good night and good luck.
1: Ninja Shira says, when we (laughs) (laughs) Why did you have to laugh? It fucked me up again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I wasn't asking for a commission. Sorry for the confusion. I figured you could do it for free since it's been it since it'd be was so preoccupied about making it angry, right? But not like too angry so soon, but just kind of snippy. Okay.